Welcome to an audio paper called Growth Goal Setting Practical Guide, produced by the Centre for Education Statistics and Evaluation, or CESE. This audio paper is read by Beth Denton and Sam Cox. Introduction. When students set growth goals, they are more likely to have plans to attend university, to persevere in schoolwork, and to engage with homework. This paper provides a synthesis of research, including new research from New South Wales high schools using Tell Them From Me data. It explains why growth goal setting is important and provides practical suggestions for schools and teachers to support their students. Key findings. Research shows that growth goal setting improves achievement and student engagement. Students who set growth goals are more likely to experience gains in aspirations, perseverance and homework behaviour. Growth goal setting supports attendance for students of low socioeconomic backgrounds. Growth goal setting bolsters aspirations to complete Year 12, particularly for students with low prior achievement. Growth goal setting can be fostered through explicit teaching, provision of feedback and relevant content. Student growth goal setting in New South Wales public schools. Students report on their growth goal setting in the student survey offered to New South Wales public schools. Tell Them From Me reports on student, parent and teacher perspectives of school life and provides data on students' wellbeing and engagement, as well as the teaching practices they encounter in the classroom. This paper presents findings on how to support students' growth goal setting, drawn from a literature review and longitudinal modelling of Tell Them From Me data in a collaborative study by CESI and the University of New South Wales, UNSW. What works best and growth goal setting. In the What Works Best 2020 update, we outline eight quality teaching practices that are known to support school improvement and enhance the learning outcomes of our students. In this document, we outline a teaching tool that spans and supports several What Works Best practices, growth goal setting. The process of setting and achieving growth goals encompasses four effective teaching practices outlined in the What Works Best 2020 update. One, Assessment determines where a student is in their learning and helps monitor their progress towards the learning goal. 2. Learning goals should be challenging and high expectations explicitly communicated to students. 3. Explicit teaching practices reduce the cognitive burden of learning new and complex skills and allow students to focus on the learning goal itself. 4. Effective feedback stimulates reflection on learning and motivates students when they see that their effort has paid off. For more information on what works best, refer to the What Works Best 2020 update on the CZ website. What is growth goal setting? Goal setting is an effective strategy for enhancing students' educational development. Goal setting is not a new idea in education, but in recent years there has been an increasing focus on growth approaches to goal setting. Growth goal setting involves striving to meet personally set academic challenges, aiming to outperform one's previous best efforts or performance, and striving for self-improvement. Why is growth goal setting important? Research over the past decade has identified many positive effects of growth goal setting, including improved engagement, learning, and achievement. As such, growth goals are an important tool to help us achieve our goal that every student improves every year. Growth goal setting is positively associated with educational aspirations, test effort, homework completion and learning strategies, class participation, cooperation and relationships, enjoyment of school and high levels of literacy and numeracy.
The association between growth goal-setting behaviours and improved academic outcomes is found regardless of gender or immigration background. Among students with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, it is even stronger. Numerous randomised controlled trials in schools and universities show that goal-setting has positive effects on student achievement and well-being, and that it can be taught effectively to improve them. For example, in Australia, primary students who set growth goals in mathematics improved more than students who did not. How does growth goal setting work? Goal setting affects motivation and achievement through five mechanisms. One, focus. Setting goals clarifies what is to be done and focuses students' attention and effort towards goal-relevant activities and away from goal-irrelevant activities. Two, effort. Setting goals motivates students to exert effort. Specific and challenging goals in particular increase effort compared to vague and easy goals. 3. Persistence Setting goals motivates students to persist with a task for longer, perhaps because goals make success more accessible. 4. Strategy seeking Setting goals affects achievement because it leads students to seek strategies that will help them to attain their goals. When faced with a goal, people automatically apply their existing knowledge and skills to work towards attaining that goal. If existing knowledge and skills are not sufficient, they draw on other knowledge and skills they have previously used in related contexts. If the goal relates to a task that is completely new to people, they deliberately develop strategies that will enable them to attain that goal. 5. Self-efficacy Attaining goals also affects motivation and further achievement because it increases students' sense of self-efficacy. What is happening in New South Wales? Tell Them From Me survey data shows that not every student sets growth goals. In 2018 and 2019, 61.3% of secondary school students reported that they set challenging and personal best goals in their schoolwork. Split by scholastic year, growth goal setting decreases throughout secondary school, with a slight uplift in the final years. Tell Them From Me data also shows that growth goal setting is not evenly distributed across student groups. More girls than boys and more students from higher than from lower socioeconomic status or SES backgrounds set growth goals. CZ and UNSW collaboration on growth goal setting in New South Wales. CZ and UNSW jointly examined the links between teaching practice, growth goal setting and student engagement among secondary school students in New South Wales. We found that growth goal setting was positively associated with large gains in student perseverance, aspirations and homework behaviour. Perseverance and aspirations to complete school are important indicators of student cognitive engagement. Homework behaviour, as measured in Tell Them From Me, is an indicator of students' attitudes towards homework, the extent to which it supports their learning and their effort in completing it. It is an important part of developing academic self-regulatory skills, for instance, time management, particularly for high school students. Of these three indicators of engagement, growth goal setting had the strongest effect on perseverance, which refers to the ability to pursue one's goals to completion, even in the face of obstacles. Students with high growth goal setting have 30.5% more perseverance than students with low growth goal setting. This is important because perseverance has a strong correlation with academic achievement and school performance. In addition to these significant effects for all students, we also found that growth goal setting had an especially positive effect for the aspirations of lower achieving students and decreased differences in school attendance between students from low and from high socioeconomic backgrounds. 
How do we measure growth goal setting? New South Wales public schools can assess the growth goal setting behaviours of their students using the Tell Them From Me student survey. Students are asked to what extent they agree or disagree with the following sentences drawn from research by Martin, 2006, and Martin and Leem, 2010. I set challenges for myself in my schoolwork. I like to work towards challenging goals in my schoolwork. When I do my schoolwork, I try to do the best that I've ever done. When I do my schoolwork, I try to improve on how I've done before. For each question, students rate themselves on a scale of disagreement to agreement. Implications for teaching and learning. Teach students how to set and strive for growth goals. Students can benefit most from growth goal setting when they are taught how to set and work towards achieving effective goals. Strategies on setting effective classroom goals and on how to discuss goal setting with students are outlined in the next section. Adapt growth goals to the learning process. Different stages in the learning process require different types of goals. When a task is entirely new, students benefit from being exposed to strategies to complete it, either through explicit teaching or by attaining learning goals. In the next stage, students can then focus on applying learned strategies. Here, process goals that encourage practice are most effective. Once the new skill becomes automatic, product goals that encourage improved efficiency are most effective. Provide effective feedback. Effective feedback is a central element of growth goal setting. Reviews of effective feedback emphasize the importance of being prompt and timely with feedback, ensuring feedback is concrete, clear and specific, delivering feedback that is accurate, unbiased, objective and ideally in documented form, focusing corrective feedback on the task more than on the learner. Providing corrective information that is also forward-reaching, aimed at enhancing learning and instilling student optimism. Presenting feedback in manageable segments. Providing feedback that is as simple as possible, based on learner needs. Make learning relevant. Relevant content and tasks contribute to effective growth goal setting. Content and tasks are relevant if they are personally meaningful, useful, and interesting. Strategies to enhance relevance include developing connections between students' prior and current learning. This demonstrates meaningful links across content. Developing connections between what students learn and major issues in the world outside of school. This develops authentic links to the world. Developing connections between what students learn and aspects of their own lives. This develops personal meaning. Arousing curiosity to optimise a student's connection to instruction and subject matter. Looking for opportunities for fun learning activities to build an emotional connection to instruction and subject matter. Personalising language and tasks where possible. For example, providing instructions such as your goal in this task is to leads to more personally meaningful learning than instructions such as the goal for this task is to. 
and individualising tasks, where feasible, to provide a sense that the task is aligned to the student. Target growth goals for academically at-risk student groups. Students from low SES backgrounds and students with low achievement are found to particularly benefit from growth goal setting. A growth goal setting strategy may be one part of a multifaceted approach to assist academically at risk or otherwise disadvantaged students in the classroom. Characteristics of effective goals in the classroom. Effective growth goals have three core attributes. They are focused on self-improvement, they are specific, and they are challenging. In the classroom, several other goal attributes are also important. Effective goals are positive, time-bound, and measurable. Effective goals focus on self-improvement. Self-improvement goals, more than competitive goals, are effective in the classroom. A competitive goal compares a student's achievement to that of others, while a self-improvement goal compares it to a student's own earlier achievement. Competitive goals tend to be effective while students are succeeding but can become counterproductive if they perform poorly. Growth goals, or personal best goals, in contrast, have been shown to be effective more generally and may work particularly well for students from disadvantaged groups. Self-improvement goal. I will complete more tasks correctly in this week's test than in my last test. Competitive goal. I will complete more tasks correctly in this week's test than any other student. Effective goals are specific. Goals can be either general, with the aim to do your best, or more specific. Specific goals are more effective because they make it easier to focus on goal-relevant activities and to track progress against the goal. Students with specific goals have been shown to improve their skills at a higher rate than students with general goals and to be more confident in them. Specific goal. I will complete at least three more tasks correctly in this week's test than in my last test. General goal. I will try to do better in my tests. Effective goals are challenging. Difficult goals are more effective than easier goals, but they also need to be attainable. Failing to achieve overly ambitious goals can be counterproductive. Put together, this suggests that a goal should be challenging since this description encompasses both the difficulty and attainability of the task. Students should be explicitly told that they can attain a goal. Students who have teachers with high expectations and who think that they can attain a goal are more confident and motivated to work towards it. Challenging goal. I will get at least 10 questions right. Easy goal. I will get at least 3 questions right. Effective goals are positive. The framing of a goal is also important. If a goal is perceived as a threat rather than a challenge, it may adversely affect achievement. Goals should be framed in positive terms to encourage effort and motivation. Positive goal. I will complete at least 7 out of 10 tasks correctly. Negative goal. I will not make more than 3 mistakes when attempting 10 tasks. Effective goals are time-bound. 
short-term goals are more effective than longer-term goals because they provide more specific guidance on the actions required for success and more immediate feedback on progress. Such goals may be especially useful for young children who cannot yet imagine outcomes in a distant future. Research shows that students with short-term goals become more interested and skilled and are better able to judge their skills. Longer-term goals can also be helpful as they can motivate learners over time. It is best to combine both approaches by breaking down long-term goals into short-term goals. Young children or students struggling in their learning may need help making a larger goal more manageable, particularly when they are not able to judge why or how they are struggling. Short-term goal. I will complete one page of problems by the end of the class. Longer-term goal. I will finish the book by the end of the term. Effective goals are measurable. For goals to be effective, they need to be measurable. Measurement allows for regular monitoring and feedback that shows students their progress towards their goal. Feedback achieves two things. First, it serves as error management to show if the student's actions have led to progress towards the goal. Second, seeing their efforts pay off motivates students to put in further effort. Students who receive feedback on their goal progress improve more, are more confident in their skills and are more accurate in assessing their abilities. And feedback does not necessarily need to come from others. Self-monitoring progress has similar effects. Measurable goal. I will complete three practice questions a day. Non-measurable goal. I will study more for the next maths test. How to help students set growth goals. To implement growth goal setting in the classroom, it is important that students know what growth goals are, what growth goals to set, and how to strive for growth goals. The following process shows how students can be supported to independently set growth goals with some guidance when required. The first step is that students understand what growth goals are. To recap, growth goals are specific, challenging, and, importantly, focused on self-improvement. Then, choose a type of goal to set. Depending on where the student is in the learning process, this could be a learning goal, a process goal, or a product goal. You may also decide on whether the goal should be for the learning pathway or a learning outcome. Next, the goal should be defined, remembering that growth goals are positive and measurable. Once the growth goal is set, the student can assess this goal against previous experience. Assessment of the goal can then help the student specify a time frame to meet the goal. Short-term goals are more effective than longer-term goals. Goals can be nested in daily, weekly, monthly and longer-term goals. Next, the student should break the goal down into components, provide guidance if required and help the student monitor and assess their progress. The student can then seek help and feedback and together you can reflect on what can be done to progress towards the goal. Help determine if the goal has been achieved and once complete, the student can begin the process again to set the next growth goal. For the detailed flowchart, 
See page 13 of the Growth Goal Setting Practical Guide. Growth Strategies in Education Research The educational research literature on growth focuses on three concepts, which can be seen as different parts of students' growth orientation. Growth-oriented students 1. Believe that growth is possible. Growth mindset. 2. Strive for growth. Mastery orientation. 3. Adopt learning strategies to attain their goals. Goal setting. Students with a growth mindset believe that their intelligence and skills are changeable. They believe that their skills can be improved through effort and that achievement in school reflects the effort put in. Students with a fixed mindset, in contrast, tend to believe that their intelligence and skills are fixed, and that achievement in school reflects this innate talent, rather than effort. Having a growth mindset is consistently linked to higher academic achievement. However, it is not yet clear whether teaching growth mindset can increase academic achievement. Students with a mastery orientation engage in learning to develop or acquire new knowledge or skills, rather than merely to fulfil or beat some performance standard. Having a mastery orientation is also linked to improved academic achievement. Students with a mastery orientation are more interested in the learning material, spend more time on learning activities, learn more strategically, and show greater persistence in the face of challenges than students without a mastery orientation. However, few studies have examined whether mastery orientation can be effectively promoted in the classroom. That concludes this audio paper called Growth Goal Setting Practical Guide. For further reading, as well as references used in the creation of this resource, visit the CC website. Thank you for listening.